everybody, welcome back to the... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was great. That was good. Keep you going. No, too much energy to be so cheerful. Keep it going. Never stop. <laughs> yeah, just the entire time. That'll be our little mini intro before the music kicks off. Oh, okay. doing more of the droids cartoon episode three the trigon unleashed trigon destroyed more like yeah they still haven't I actually guess. fired the thing and now they never will well right. other than tiggy when he shot an asteroid trying to kill his buddy oh, right at the beginning he did yeah just because he was mad at uh, at the guy at Vlix. well Contrary to their discussion last episode, they do not destroy the Trigon. Uh, so, very basic plot. They get attacked at their speeder uh, mechanics shop, and they get captured by uh, Tiggy and, and the gang again. And then they escape, and they blow up uh, Size Fromm's mountain base with the, with the Trigon <laughs> weapon. Well, but... They do it by running it into it, so the Trigon is also destroyed. That's right, yeah. So they, they kill two birds with one stone. With one Trigon. <laughs> but that's just the, the, you know, the basic overview. What what did you guys think about this one? This one was kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of bad, but I was starting to kind of like it in that it's bad kind of way. I, I just meant, story-wise, this one's pretty boring. Oh, yeah. Nothing much happens. No. I guess there was kind of a cool speeder bike chase, sort of. I felt like there wasn't as much, maybe, of a plot in this one. I mean, I also feel like they start to... I mean, there's just some things they start to kind of recycle a little bit. Now that we've watched a few of them, it's kind of like... I know, like, I'm really getting tired of these bad guys. We've seen them too right. much. It's just, they just do the same thing every time. Kinda... Yeah. They're just big, bumbling bad guys. We kind of dissected the first two over the top, and now it's just kind of like, okay... This is more of the same. Right. They basically got caught. They get captured all the time. Yeah. Several times an episode sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they're just at the, some repair shop that they're... I wasn't sure if it was their repair shop from the first episode. I was thinking, but I wasn't really sure. It could be. I don't impression. remember how it looked because it's not a very memorable looking building. It's been a while, like... It's been like two episodes. (laughs) Easy to forget. Well, I have a question. Did Jorg get captured? He did. But like, I I must have missed that, because they were all at the shop, and then all of a sudden... Nope. He was never there. Okay. That's kind of what I was I was even wondering what in the world happened to him halfway through, (laughs) and then they're like, oh, by the way, we captured your friends. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because I was like... Were they, like, still captured from the last one? I was just, like, really confused. Like, they never showed it at all. They basically do get captured every episode, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> right. But, like, this one didn't even really show it or say anything about it. It was all just like, oh, they're captured, you know. The mom and George got captured. Yeah. I don't know where they thought he was. There's probably a line about it that I didn't catch. They're just... Uh, 3PO and the others are just hanging out at the base. And they, like, accidentally uh, received a signal from uh, Tiggy's communication somehow on their old TV set in the garage, which looks like an old TV set. Yeah, right. you just use a aerial antenna. You can just yeah. 
pick up anybody's signal. But for a few seconds while they're trying to tune in on the signal, you you get to see a little bit of R2's favorite show. Oh, yeah. Which is like That's right. cowboy droids. Cowboy R2 units, yeah. <laughs> Cowboys and R2 units. Just a bunch of R2s wearing cowboy hats. And, and they show the episode later on, too. But it's, I think it's just about these weird R2 units that just do whatever. Well, no, there's another one wearing a... Like a Native American headdress. Wow. So you've got cowboys and Indians, droids. Droid virgin, yep. When do they show it again? They show it again when they're captured and talking to Size Throm. Where it's like one of those screens in the background. The it? butler guy, yeah, is watching yeah, it. Yeah, it's just there for a second. So there's a little glimpse into what droids do in their spare time. Yep. Yep. That's... Why they would need to watch TV. Droids watching droids. How disgusting. Madness. Mm-hmm. Right, so at this part when uh, Tig is uh, interrogating them and he's got this like sphere that he's tossing around that makes lightsaber sounds and shoots lasers. Yeah, was that a thermal detonator? Looked like it. It looks like one, but it shoots lasers that makes things disappear, it seems. Disintegrate, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. But then later he shoots the chair that this guy sitting on and totally doesn't disappear, which... I think was an animation error more than anything. I think what's happening here is the chair is part of the the background painting. <laughs> and so yeah. they didn't have any way to remove it. <laughs> I'm yeah, not sure I why think, they did yeah. that. <laughs> I think you are right, because yeah, he definitely... The chair is not there according to him. <laughs> right. He but falls it still through the chair like that is actually still there. There's some really goofy, like, I don't know... Just Sometimes this cartoon like, is terrible. Yeah, it's just like really, <laughs> yeah. there's some really funny like. Then Tiggy like looks over and goes, mm, or something. and it's like what? It's like bad animation. Show's starting to warm up to me with all these crappy. I <laughs> think one of my favorite parts was when it zooms in on like three different people's faces in a row of them like raising their eyebrows. Yes, I noticed that. It was incredibly long, a long time of just like silence and like zooming way in on their faces. I thought it was really funny. It's like an intense, you know, stare down. Right, right. But it was like three people and like none of them were necessarily like looking at each other. It's just kind of like a... I feel like I see that in movies like as a joke where they just cut to like close-ups of, <laughs> right. of random people's faces and then like the dog or something, you know? I don't think this is a joke, but it was totally very funny. I it felt like a joke, but yes. I don't think it was... It was not on purpose. No, <laughs> it's almost like they put in extra shots just to yeah. drag the episode out to 20 minutes. Probably. <laughs> that detonator he was throwing around was pretty useless when he dropped it, too. It didn't do anything. Yeah, it just turned into smoke. I don't know what that thing was. Right. So, Jord and Kia's mom get, just get captured off screen. But then, uh, Thal and R2, they're just going to go out and destroy the Trigon, I guess. They're going to go hide it. Hide it? They say, okay. But then Kia and 3PO get attacked at the yeah. shop, and then Thal and R2 come back and save them. But then they're trying to escape in a speeder, and they go into multiple traps, apparently. And they say, a trap. Oh, that's right. Everybody's <laughs> a few a different trap. times. Oh, a trap again. Yeah, that was like oh. kind of the running gag, if you want to call it that. It's a trap. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, a trap. And he's like, oh, but wait, 
I'm going to go through this secret exit into another trap, though. Oh, That was hilarious. <laughs> He's, like, driving inside, like, a yeah. building or something. So how many of those were actually traps? There were multiple layers to the traps, yeah. like an onion. Right. They were peeling back the trap. The elaborate psychological game they're playing. Quite elaborate. But everybody said trap, like, in this... A trap. Like, the bad guy says trap, and the other guy say traps. <laughs> and then, like, as the scene's ending, the bad guy, or the main butler guy, I don't remember his name, turns Licks. around... And his shirt just rips for no reason. Oh, yeah. yeah, but first, first his collar was falling off there. Did you see that? Well, he was getting run over by the speeder earlier. Oh. I think that's what was supposed to be happening. <laughs> but yeah, it felt like uh, it was supposed to be a running gag where maybe the setup for it got cut for time. I kind of feel like they didn't cut anything for time in this. <laughs> <laughs> they were adding for time. Yeah, I would agree with that. They were definitely just adding any random scene they could get in there. I thought this part was interesting when they're bringing them to uh, Size From's base. R2 and C3PO are kept in a no gravity room for some oh, reason. Yeah. The other ones are not. Hmm. Um, but you very rarely see people moving around in low grav in Star Wars. And when you say rarely, never. With the exception of Princess Leia. Right. That was the only time I could think of was Princess Leia in space. That's a good point. In uh, Last Jedi. And that was recent. Yeah. Oh, General Grievous flies out of the, the front of oh, the yeah. ship at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. There's a vacuum sucking out the window. Okay. Right. But yeah, very rarely do you see this. Otherwise, they always are just walking around. Probably the old trilogy, I'm sure they didn't have... I don't know if you could even do like actual like low-grav stuff like yeah. they do now. That's maybe one way that uh, Star Wars is less about the science fiction than maybe Star Trek or some other things. Run-of-the-mill sci-fi. Because a lot of sci-fi is... It's all about those kinds of things. Right. How does this stuff actually work? What's the science of it? Yeah, um, yeah. Star Wars, it's not like it's not a fault of Star Wars. It's just generally they don't care about that. That's they're, not what they're, they're I mean, they're in trying space to do. all the time, but they don't really yeah. treat it like space. Yeah, they're focusing on a different part of the story. So 3PO is pretty helpless without R2D2 around. Yeah. Cuz when they're at the when they're at the base, Kia says something like, "Well, it's up to us now. What do you think we should do? Because R2's not... <laughs> right. Like, R2 doesn't have a plan. He's not here. And 3PO just says, maybe we should surrender. Right. That's an option. Well, his usual plan of pretending to be a maintenance droid didn't apparently work this time. Well, they know who he is now. Yeah. He can't go <laughs> with that staple, which is, like, the only plan he always had in the other ones. Basically, everything that happens in this episode is R2-D2's plan. That's, that's kind true. of like a running joke, but it's also kind of true that that's that he basically does everything. <laughs> but they tell him at the yeah. end, they said, it's, but, but 3PO, you're good at carrying the plans right. out. They're a good team. He's like the leg man. The silver leg man. But they basically are like, oh, R2-D2 has a new plan. And then at the end, they're like, oh, the whole thing was R2-D2's plan. It's like, wow, that's some, some droid. Some droid. And some droid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, poor Tig clearly has some father issues that that I think they need to get resolved and worked out because um, he does not have a good relationship with his father, that's for sure. No, and it reflects in his daily 
performance. I think his dad is well within his rights to be upset with this guy. He's a total yeah. failure. He is a total yeah, failure. Yeah, but he's, you feel a little bad for him. He, he actually, just wants his dad to be proud of him. He's a, and he's only proud of his son if he's uh, fulfilling he's his He's only proud of his son plots. if he does something right for once. And he just cannot. He really flips a switch, too. Like, when he finally gets the Trigon back, he's like, man, you're the best son I could ever have. Yeah, yeah, that was quite... Taken after your dad. Yeah. And then he's like, um, I'm going to blow up the like, whole station. Yeah, he's like, oh, actually, a Trigon is uh, going to crash into your base. And he's like, and wow, you're the worst. <laughs> His face started turning red. That was that was a new side of mm-hmm. Sigmund Fraun. Red. <laughs> yes. Sigmund that should Fraun. be his name. <laughs> uh. No, I like I like Sigmund from. No, yeah, he had some weird glowing spots on his yeah his face. They turned red in the other episodes too. Did, oh, did they? While. Yeah. I never noticed. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a coloring mistake, but apparently it's like strong emotion. Maybe it was, and they, they turned just, it into a real thing. Or they're just unintentionally repeating it. I think they're supposed to be like frogs or something. Sometimes frogs will have like colored spots. So you can learn some lessons about what not to do in parenting from. Size from don't give your kids super deadly starships because right. they'll end up blowing up your house and yep. be proud of your kids even if they're not very uh successful <laughs> <laughs> also um is tig's ship an imperial shuttle oh totally yeah it totally is yep or <laughs> uh, a lambu class shuttle at least it's not a horse what? In reference to the Ewok movies? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. What if it was just like a U.S. NASA space shuttle? <laughs> right. That would be the equivalent. And then they call it like, they call it that too. Right. I think it'd be cool if somebody made a Star Wars movie that was just set on Earth in the present day. Not a Star Wars movie, but like take the plot of it. Oh, you know how people like modernize Shakespeare or something. Right. You could take all the elements of it. Set in World War Two. Oh my goodness, yeah. That'd be great. I was gonna tell you, this is not really anything to do with the episode, but we recently saw this one-man Star Wars live show this guy was doing. We were on a trip and just happened to see that it, this guy was gonna be performing here, Charles Ross. And it was pretty entertaining. I guess he uh, just created this whole thing and he's doing all the voices and the sound effects and the music mm. and everything. He just acts it all out on stage. That's pretty wild. That's not really relevant to the episode. <laughs> I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> it's it's Star Wars. I think it's... Right. Anything, anything Star Wars is fair game. It's Star Wars. That's our random Star Wars fact of the podcast. Thanks, yeah. Aaron. It's a fact. That's a fact. That's right. We can have a whole bunch of different segments with yeah. like their own theme tunes and like Do a little uh, random Star Wars fact of the day. I have a segment called "Don't Be Like Tiggy," and we'll give you some life advice of what not to do. Right. Should call it "Don't Call Me Tiggy." Don't call. <laughs> Don't call me Tiggy. <laughs> Gotta be in that voice too. <laughs> Don't call me Tiggy. Yeah, that was that was much better. <laughs> oh hey, those guards are clones. One of the other guards called them. He says, "Okay, you clones, get after them." He said something. It did sound kind of like clones, but I didn't think it was yep. clones. He said, "All right, you clones." Let's see. I was gonna say R two is a pretty bad driver. He is. C-3PO, I think, is actually a good driver. 
He drives uh, the land speeder in New Hope. Oh, that's yeah. right. But R2, not a good driver. I think this is the only time we see him actually fly something himself. And that's why. Yep. Astromech <laughs> droids are not built to drive vehicles. They can repair vehicles. They can repair them. They can do navigation. They can hack computers. Well, General Kenobi's R2 unit flew his starship away. Did he? When, when he lands. Oh, he leaves him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he hides away on the planet, but the R2 unit flies his starship back and tells the fleet... Where Grievous is hiding. Right. Maybe it's just R2-D2 then. He personally <laughs> is just a bad driver. Well, they're good at navigation, so maybe they can, like, fly a ship to a point. But flying um, hover carts in uh, tight hallways, apparently not capable. Mm. They all escape. Yeah, I mean... That's that was... right. The end. Yep. But the only reason they escaped was because of C-3PO's servo... In his hand, I guess. In his hand, yeah. His hand servo. They needed a servo to power the ship somehow? I don't even know. Happens for plot reasons. But they did, and they survived. And that's that was the end of the episode. <laughs> and other news, we've passed the time of the episode in our recording again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Is there anything else to say about this? I don't know. Not a whole lot happened. Besides, no. I guess they did take down the whole criminal organization, apparently, even though they literally just destroyed the base. But everybody made it out alive, and nobody died because it's a Yeah, I show. feel like everyone got out, so... Well, the good guys set off the evacuation alarm before they blew up the base. Yeah, that was nice of yes. them. Was really it was nice. nice of them. They're not evil. But it also allowed all the bad guys to escape. But because they don't have that cool lair, that means that the gang no longer exists. Logic. Right. Well, if you watch the beginning of the next episode like we did, you'll see that it the three uh, main proms are in the Imperial shuttle. They're still going. They're still around, yeah. Right. But that's about all that's left. But hey, that was um, Star Wars Droids, Episode 3, The Trigon Unleashed. Join us next time where we watch Episode 4, A Race to the Finish. Peace out. Peace out.